Hi, I'm Lauren Klaschneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Stephanie Umo, a cast member from Little Rock, playing off-Broadway at the Sheen Center. Welcome. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? It's so fantastic. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my goodness. Our pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. And we're going to dive right in talking about your role and the play Little Rock, which is, of course, the riveting true story of the Little Rock Nine, the first black students to attend their city's formerly segregated Central High School. You've met and spoken with six of the surviving members of Little Rock Nine, yes? That's correct, yes. They, um, six of the surviving members um, attended opening night and um, saw their story played out right before their very eyes. And in addition to that, we were able to have lunch with them the following day. Uh, the producer, Harvey Butler, arranged a luncheon, and we got to sit down and just talk about, you know, exchange um, words and exchange stories and, and to get to know each other, and it was just... <laughs> It was really just a, a, a magnificent highlight. It, it's really hard to imagine. What were um, their responses to seeing the story told this way? Yes. So uh, from, from, from what I can remember, because everything was sort of a whirlwind, you know, how opening nights can be. But oh, I, I know when you that, said opening, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this experience happened for you guys on opening. It couldn't have been a week later, a week or later. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it was a, during opening. So um, it was just, you know, they, they seemed really um, appreciative that this story is actually being is being told in, in this mm-hmm. format, in this art form, because um, I think oftentimes it, it's been, you know, told through in, in, in memoirs and, and um, interviews, and, but I don't think it's ever been, it hasn't ever been told through, um, through theater. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course with theater, you know, you have to take artistic license, artistic freedom. So, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, in order to make the beginning, middle, and end, the arc of the show work. But um, they were just, completely blown away uh, by our interpretations of them and of the story. Um, But, you know, we also didn't know them. So we just had to sort of, uh, we watched interviews and saw pictures of them as kids, but, you know, just put a lot of ourselves into them and and tell the truth. And that's the best we could do. Oh, it's really, really extraordinary. You talk about demonstrating the story in play form, one of the things that I find remarkable is that it's really a play with music and incorporates so much of it. How, for an actor, how does the singing affect the storytelling? Well, I would say that um, they're mostly old um, spirituals. Uh-huh. And, um, and I think that the, the spirituals obviously um, are songs of struggle, but also hope. Uh-huh. And, um, and I think that... Uh, that that lends itself to exactly what's going what was going on for for these kids. Um, uh, you know, they were literally thrown into an environment that was potentially violent and dangerous for them, but there was hope that this would they would overcome it and change. So mm-hmm. it, I think that the that, that adding these spirituals into it sort of um, reflects that, but also. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in a, in a religious in a religious 
uh, avenue. Um, you're, you're talking about Arkansas 1957 in the south. So, yeah. you know, traditionally black people in these neighborhoods or in these, in these communities were very uh, spiritual. So uh-huh. um, I think that, that the playwright, that's another uh, reason why he wanted to um, implement the, the spirituals throughout the play. So. But the, and as far as storytelling goes, I think it, it actually really helps support it um, because it's already just so, the emotion is already so heightened. And so just to, just to go into song a cappella, it's actually, I find it pretty seamless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got such a strong musical theater background. It, mm-hmm. it must really be rewarding. Absolutely. Absolutely. You also play many different roles of actual real women that you're portraying that were members of Little Rock Nine. Describe that. Okay, so yes, I play um, Carlotta Walls. Now her name now mm-hmm. is Carlotta Walls Lanier. She's been married, but um, she is this. Uh, she was the youngest of the nine, so she, oh. you know, was the last to graduate. She actually ended up leaving. Uh, the school whenever um, the governor shut the school down for a year um, yes. after the first year they integrated. Uh, so she ended up coming back and a lot of the, none of the nine came back. They just left. She came back because she decided she really wanted to get that degree. And that's what she said oh. she was going to do. So I, I really love Carlotta for that alone. I mean, she was 14, 15 years old mm-hmm. when she began. So, um, She's very headstrong, very smart, very determined, um, and she was then too. And she's just she's just wonderful, mm. a little tomboyish into sports. And so I, I the only way I could gather that is from um, the, the playwright Rajendra. He was able to interview them and talk to them over a course the course of thirteen years. So we just had the uh, information from him um, to kind of describe them to us. And then I also play uh, Selma Mothershed. And her now, her now, now her name is uh, Thelma Mothershed Ware. Right. And she is just, uh, you know, uh, she's actually very a uh, little quiet, um, you know, church-going, very religious background. And she, through, throughout her time at, uh, at the high school, at Central High School, she struggled with a breathing, uh, like a heart condition, which caused her to have... Um, a mild heart attack while she was at the school. Well, my um, gosh. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I think it was in the result of a, of a violent situation. So, um, but I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure, but anyway, so in, in the play, we sort of put that in a, a moment in the scene in, in a scene where she has a, a little bit of a struggle with her heart condition. But so anyway, approaching these young girls was just, has just been, fun and also just a, an absolute honor. I can't believe they, they were able to yeah. sit there and, and, and see it. Right. It, it's pretty hard to imagine. And for you as an actor to be able to, in the course of the time of a play, play these different roles and mm-hmm. have the characters switch back and forth and then being so different from each other where the way the play is structured and the way that it's being presented from an audience standpoint. There's no confusion and you guys are masterful. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Now the New York times writes that little rock 
is a deeply moving testament and a viscerally affecting play about an especially ugly chapter in the battle for civil rights. Mm-hmm. Talk about its relevance today. Well, um, interesting you uh, say that. Uh, we think about this all the time um, in the cast. There are certain lines in the play. Uh, there's one, uh, so I also play a character named Daisy Bates, and she's actually a, um, she was actually a uh, civil rights hero and, and, and uh, the president of the NAACP chapter in Arkansas. And, yeah. um, and she sort of was the, the mother yeah. of this particular, particular movement in Arkansas. Anyway, she, at the beginning of the play, I have a speech, and I think one of my lines is, how long will we stand by America and allow innocent Negro children to be abused? And mm. I think um, any child of color sort of can fall under the, the word Negro, you know, uh-huh. or black or of color. And as we were, literally, as these children were being detained, immigrant children were being detained, we had to come and tell this story on stage every night at the border, down, uh, down at the border, and being separated from their families and mm-hmm. experiencing, atro- you know, just atrocious, atrocious uh, uh, environments and mm-hmm. being ripped away. And I, I, I just, there's just, in this play, certain, certain things were just still landing and, make, and, and still absolutely relevant. There's, a, there's a Louis Armstrong as a character in the play as well, and this is actually true, true text that he said. He mentions um, a line he said, these children are being abused down in Arkansas and our president, our government, our president is doing nothing about it. I mean, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. exactly lined up today. Anyway, so there's just little bits throughout that I, I'm just like, wow, we really, sure, we've made strides and sure, we are, uh, we are different. And I think as a, as a whole, we, we want to fight for what's good and what's, um, what's best and, and what's right. But uh-huh. um, it's just really interesting to see how there are still parallels from 1957 to 2018. So. <laughs> yes, and you're experiencing it every night in the theater as you tell the story. Yes, yes let absolutely. Me, let me put you on the spot. And before we close, would love to do it with an element of hope. Is there one of the spirituals from the play that you would just share a little bit with us before we say goodbye oh yeah sure um well it's not one that i sing <laughs> but uh That's it's another okay. character but i just i just love it so much and she i she's she kills it every night so if you want to come see her mm-hmm. do it she's it's fabulous but it's uh <laughs> precious lord precious lord take my Okay, that's a little bit I'll do. Uh, anyway, it's just a really stunning song, and my voice isn't quite warmed up yet, but <laughs> but it's just a really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very kind of you to share with us an element of hope as we <laughs> want to thank you for being a part of this today. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you I'm, for having me. I'm lo-
I'm Lauren Klaus Schneider with Stephanie Umo from Little Rock, playing off-Broadway at the Scene Center through September 8th. Thank you.